Oh, hi there, listener. Here we are with part two of our take on the Lost Colony. Before we begin, I just wanted to give a massive shout out to our patrons. Andrew, Mike, Terahi, Arwell, Marissa, Jessica, John H and John M, Jess, Nick, Robin, Mary, Claudia and Kevin. We couldn't do it without you, especially because we're still recording on Zoom. Speaking of which, do ignore any kind of background clicks or whistles. We are still recording remotely. Um... Although lockdown restrictions are easing, so fingers crossed we can see one another really soon. And we'll be back with you on May the 5th with the start of Series 6. Until then, come and find us online at Lovejoy Apod and enjoy the second episode. We are officially a very long way from Lavenham. Lovejoy, actually. <laughs> so welcome, everybody, to Lovejoy, actually, a recap podcast about Lovejoy. I am Paul. I'm Em. And I'm Helen. And we're on part two because, obviously, we had to do this as slowly as possible, uh, drag it out as much as we possibly could, um, just for just for my own... Just for pleasure. me, really. Just for pleasure. Uh, just for my own joy, my own love and joy of this episode. <laughs> Um, we've, we've been talking about it for so long that we couldn't just restrict it to one episode and also no. it would have been a very long episode. So we're in part two of The Lost Colony. Talking about yes. The Lost Colony. Yeah, series five, well, disputed, but I say series five, Xmas special. And we are now officially an awfully long way from Lavenham. Yes. Because we left our hero in North Carolina. In a jail yeah. cell. In a jail cell. Things were not looking good for Lovejoy. So Lovejoy, at this point, he's... In in the jail cell. Oh, so poor Lovejoy sat in his jail cell, and then Lillian sends her nephew. So this is Mary John's brother. Oh yeah, Rutherford Lovejoy. Rutherford. So again, like another. I was like, this. I actually wrote. I love their ridiculously American names. <laughs> they are ridiculously American names. I mean, Rutherford Lillian is Lovejoy. fine. Lillian is like a normal. But they kind of never call her Lillian, though. They only call her Miss Lillian. Miss Lillian, which Miss again, Lillian. Miss Lillian. Miss Lillian. And it is very southern. And um, so yeah, and then so obviously Rutherford Lovejoy explains to Rutherford, you know, why he's there, and he mentions about his sister, which I thought was a bit risky. Because again, yes. he's trying to find the sister. If the sister Mary John finds out that Lovejoy is looking for her, she can yeah, easily she could... hide, run away, not avoid Lovejoy. You know, so it's all a bit like I, I was a bit. You're not doing a very good job of trying to covertly find this woman. <laughs> like you're just no telling everyone that you're looking for her. Anyway, when he says to Rutherford, like, "I'm a Lovejoy too. I met. I know your sister." Obviously, Rutherford's like. Oh my God, what are you doing in the jail? Come back to the plantation. Let's yeah, hang we'll, out. We'll put you up. We'll be buddies. Yeah. No, yeah, no cousin of mine should spend his first night in, in the US in jail, yeah. basically, he says, doesn't he? Yeah. So they're back at the plantation playing pool and drinking moonshine. Oh, I mean, it's it not, looks Again, horrible. it's like, we are in America. Here are some things that Americans do. They that play pool they and they drink moonshine. Drink moonshine. Well, I know the moonshine kind of will come into it later on, but... but... Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do it for me, this actually. Is what, and this is what I was... I mean, because I, I was a bit slow on the update. Well, I wasn't slow. I just didn't... I think this is where he sort of, it's made clear that Rutherford and Mary jo- John are siblings because before that, they could be, like, cousins. We don't know whether... you know they're, We know that they're both uh, niece and nephew of Lillian, but we don't know if they're the same bit, whatever. So I was like, they're siblings. I mean, they, they look quite different in age. I know siblings can yes. be quite different in age. But they, I mean, you know... There are two younger ones and one much older much, one. I mean, Rutherford mm. does seem much older. It could be a half-sibling. 
No, he'd have to have a different mum, wouldn't he? That's not. Which is, that's I mean, not, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not that abnormal. And they, they're all related to the posh, you know, the the, the, mm. the to Everett. So yeah. Everett's the father of all of them. You never know. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it, I was just a bit like, oh, they're all equally devious. But also, the the younger one is clearly really stupid, and the older yeah. two are actually quite in, intelligent yeah. and quite intellectual. Is the implication? And, but Mary, I mean, you get the idea. There's not much love lost between Rutherford and Mary John because I think he sort of says something like, "Oh, she throws her money around." Oh yeah, she just likes to kind of show off, kind of thing. Yeah, and she's basically. This is where we discover that she's opening the Lovejoy Museum of Culture and Heritage, or something. Yeah, I think I quite <laughs> liked Rutherford at this point. Yeah, he's quite excited to show Lovejoy his sonar image that he's got of this. Oh yeah, this is where yeah, I find out that it's Spanish galleon. I was like, sonar. Yeah. I was quite pleased <laughs> with myself actually when I wrote. Oh, it's radar or sonar or something. Like, I had the right thing in there so somewhere. I think it, the stuff starts to take shape here because I think you realise he has genuinely found a wreck and he's saying it's a Spanish wreck, but then they've got to find a way to link it tenuously to this wreck. So he then concocts a story, doesn't he, that like the Spanish galleon is sort of, that, that it's pirates and they've taken them or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's, here, look at my treasure. And he's like, how do I how how do I hang the lost colony on this one thing that actually does exist in yeah, real life? Yeah, and he's like, oh, maybe they all got on a Spanish ship and left and became and pirates. Fucked like, off and became maybe pirates. they didn't do that. Maybe they didn't, but you know, <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, Who's going to argue? Kind of, I mean, it took me until now to be sure that he was the guy that we saw at the was beginning. On, like, yeah, because I wasn't, I just wasn't really paying attention. So. This, yeah, so I was like, okay, he definitely is the captain of the ship who's found the shipwreck. And they talk about Cape Fear, which actually, Cape Fear, the the place, you know, being a graveyard of ships. I thought you were going to say the film. No, but Cape <laughs> Fear, the film, film there's yeah, a point later too. on that reminded me of Cape I'll, I'll talk yes. about it when we get there. I was like, this is so Cape Fear, <laughs> like something later <laughs> on. But I thought, I wonder if that's because geographically they're there. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so basically he says, oh, yeah, I've got this, I think a 16th century Spanish like galleon. Um, and like, he shows him, like, yeah, all these things that he supposedly has got from this Spanish ship. But um, Lovejoy is like, well, there's things like gin bottles, buttons from uniforms, yeah. a bowl, you know, all these kind of bits and pieces. And Lovejoy said, well, these are English. Why would English things be on a Spanish ship? And I, I think yeah. Rutherford is so clever here, though. Rutherford is so clever, but like spinning, starting to spin that yarn. Yeah, see, I didn't realise that. See, now I'm, see, I, I was just like, yeah. oh. He's got some stuff that he thought would look like it came from the boat. No, um, I, I think he's he trying to pretend, and it's mm. it's a, a sort of almost a double bluff. I, I, I think the whole I, setup is so. Which clever. I didn't get at the time. Yeah, so now it's interesting. I, I, in fact, I didn't get that until this conversation that we're now having. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't he, think I did. I, just, I thought that he just didn't know that. Maybe I'm overthinking, but or maybe he didn't that know. He have the it English. could be that. It, sorry, I was going to say it could be that he didn't know, and that's what's then made him think, oh, that's how that's the story I could spin yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. So basically, he's got this English stuff. So if if he says if he says a well, well, if he continues this story, because obviously we know we we suspect because we that this stuff isn't really from the boat, which is why it yeah. doesn't match up. But the story, the yeah, like you say, that he then creates or is already got in mind. We don't know is that okay? There's English stuff on there because these the lost colony who were English run away with the Spanish or something. Or we yeah. Don't, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not... He doesn't say any of that at this point. We just we just left. And this is where... So interestingly, so we've all discussed already how we didn't know where the two-parter, you know, where the first part ended. For yeah. some reason, I decided... Because he, he said something like, what would English... 
items we do Stuff in the Spanish, ship. The Spanish ship. And it sort yeah. of seemed a bit like a sort of, I mean, not a massive one, but kind but of. But like a, a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger as in yeah. A mis- yeah. there's a mystery there. And so you'll come back next week to watch the, to find out the answer to that mystery, why the English stuff is on the Spanish ship. So kind of, this is where, and it was about 45 minutes in. Yeah. So yeah. I decided in my head anyway, this was where. Because <laughs> I, I mean, if I had to pick, I, it wasn't obvious at all. But if I had to choose, this is where I would. I think this. Say I think it. this was about where it it's was. It's about where it was, but because you, you're left with a mystery, aren't you? Yeah, and then I suppose the next scene starts quite gently because it's the more it's the morning then, and Lovejoy's going out on the plantation. Miss Lillian's doing some gardening. It's a very gentle oh, yeah. start. Um, Rutherford's already gone. Like so, Lovejoy gets mm. up and Lo- Rutherford's off on his boat. I guess you have to get up early. To do these type of things. If you're doing some, he probably had a lot of murdering to do. A, a long day's murdering yeah. in store, you know. I mean, and then at this point, I mean, I guess Lovejoy's a bit not suspicious exactly, or maybe he is suspicious. I, th- I think he thinks there's something going on because you know there's these objects that were supposedly from the boat probably aren't from the boat, but he was pretend. Love Rutherford was pretending yeah. they were, etc. So anyway, he just he just leaves. He, just he meets yeah. um, Anderson, who's like the oh, butler, yeah. I guess, the, who the says, "Do you want of, yeah. me to?" What does he say? Do you want me to saddle up a horse for you? And I was oh, like, I'd love to have I seen Ian McShane so on a horse. I, I really was like, yes, to see oh. Lovejoy on a horse. I thought that's going to be incredible. But and then it you didn't see happen. Him, I was so you disappointed. You see him with his <laughs> thick, wavy locks, you know, behind him in the in the wind as he drives his open-top Jeep through yes. the empty roads of North Carolina to the university that has no name. Yes, uh, it was very where exciting. the Lovejoy Museum of Heritage and History is uh, facing its oh, grand opening. university? I assumed it was meant to be part of the university, but maybe that's because the building is part. I know that the building is because I went on uh, Google Maps and uh. fiddled around, and it's all. But 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 it's definitely the university a, a sort of base there. It's it's linked, isn't it? There's a connection because the objects yes. have all been. He's left his collection to the university, and they put it in this museum. I. I... He, they, basically, he goes back to the big city, which we decided last time we couldn't decide which city it <laughs> no, was. But that, there is no big the city. There is no big city near to where it's actually meant to yeah. be. Yeah, so he goes to the nameless Hence big city. being filmed in Wilmington. Yeah, he goes to Wilmington. And so the university, if it is, yeah, which I think, you're, yeah, you're right, Paul, it's the university. It's the University of Wilmington or whatever. It's the University of North Carolina at Wilmington. Yes. Very good. So I think the university has... Um, as universities are wont to do, has secured some property and now it's well, going to no, put this um, collection in the property. Well, she's it's she, her property. She's Mary she's she's giving, giving it, it to, to the university. So now it's a university building, right? Because it's the museum. Yeah. Do you know what? I bet it was just some posh frat house beforehand and they're all really annoyed because <laughs> they've been kicked out and Mary John has built it now that uh, has bought it and now the posh frat kids can't stay in there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's an opening party. In fact, I think this is why... So I think... Lovejoy knows that the opening of the museum is happening because Rutherford has told him about it. Rutherford told him the night before, yeah. yeah. So that's why he's actually disappeared mm. from the city. She's giving it, so Mary John is giving us sort of the inaugural, yeah, speech of the museum, etc. But Lovejoy obviously sneaks into the back and is standing there and like winks at her. I have just written, mmm, Lovejoy oh, wink. He was, he was hot, wasn't he? Oh, that wink. But I also quite liked that he played it a little bit spooky. So he sort of appears at the back of the room. She's yeah. no idea he's in the States. She no. doesn't know. So she's almost like 
her conscience is pricked. Like, is she imagining him there? Because then he kind of slides mm. away as her attention he does the is ghost taken. Thing. And she's like, did I see him or did and I not? And that's actually implied. There's mm. that really awkward moment where she stops talking and they're all there with their glasses looking terribly southern and polite, which is a bit like the sort of London politeness of no one's actually going to acknowledge that something very odd is happening. Yeah. They all stand there with their wines. You have to go, go on, go on then. Except not in that accent. Go, <laughs> yeah. on. go on. Go then. on. No, that's New York. <laughs> But yeah, so so he just sort of vanishes. But then afterwards, obviously, there's the reception, there's mingling. And mingling. there's actually, so in the museum, there's actually a Lost Colony room. So there's a mm-hmm. whole room about the legend, which, you know, the local... Yes, there would be locally. There was in the museum we went to yeah. locally. And Basically goes, we don't know where it is. It's lost. Yeah. There's a clue in the name. <laughs> and there's a professor there from the university and he explains the Lost Colony story. But we kind of have already heard To it. that tit of a child. It was the ultimate exposition. <laughs> it was though, exposition. Wasn't it? I've there written was, down. Like, Prof B, expo- exposition, Roanoke. Yeah. Yeah. So basically we, we sort of hear the story again. And this is why I was like, definitely, this is a real story. I've definitely heard this story oh, yeah. before. Like, you know, it's quite, before quite they sort of mentioned it and I was know. like... Mm, so, oh yeah, no, this had definitely really happened. Um, and then, what? What? So basically, he, he chats to Mary Jo. Like, I haven't really written down much about what they talk about. I mean, she's very surprised to see him there, but because they're in this public place, yeah, at the she, 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 has she can't exactly start. She can't start like you know screaming at him. What the hell are you doing here? Etc. You so, know, she wants to. She mm. plays it. The actress plays it brilliantly she, she because it, she's cool. I mean, not sort of sinister, but there's a lot of unsaid aggression, isn't there? Unspoken. And she does that southern charm thing, but you can tell she's absolutely fuming, probably because she knows she's caught. Mm. Um, although she introduces him to a couple of people and says he's her cousin. And uh, he goes, one of the Suffolk lovejoys. This is when he says, one, <laughs> I'm one of the Suffolk lovejoys. Joy. Which is interesting for the man who is just lovejoy. Yeah, the only lovejoy. The only yeah. lovejoy. Yeah. The lovejoy. And so he, so he just... He like goes off with her, like she. I don't know quite what happens, like she. But he ends up in her car. I can't remember how. Maybe it's because they... has he offered her the John White drawings at this point? Yeah, he says I bought I bought something that's of interest, and I think at this point he does also say, you know, what did you steal from Wakering Hall? She's worried there's going to be a scene. I think she said, mm. let, let me show you something. She wants to show him. she wants to show him something, and, and then he the just thing that she shows him is quite frightening. <laughs> but it is. But, but I want to talk about the car because she has. Oh. Personalised number plates. Oh, yeah. Lovejoy number plates. Pretty cool. And also, what I noticed, like, um, on, I, which I love about the States, so you know how, like, all the license plates have the little state, like, oh, yeah. motto thing. So I think, I, I meant to look this up, but I think. It is the real the, motto, it is. The North Carolina's one. I think yeah. it was first in flight. First in flight is the North Carolina motto. Wait, what yeah. is it? Even the. First in flight, even though oh. arguably they weren't, because arguably there was a French guy that did it a month before. In France, but just sort of didn't get, I think it did even get sort of recorded, but for some reason was not, didn't meet all the rules for a valid attempt. Anyway, go uh, Yeah, so first in flight. I, know I, just, I just love that little thing of like, whenever you watch an American show, I quite like looking at the number plates and seeing what all the little mottos are, because they're always ridiculous. Like They do have some great ones as yeah, well. I mean, uh, first I'm in flight at least is kind of... Isn't Texas is just don't mess with Texas? Yeah, and then it's got a snake that you're not supposed to step on. And New Hampshire is live free or die. Yeah, live free or die. Jesus Which Christ. I, quite like. I mean, they're just brilliant. And some of them are ridiculous. They're just brilliant. And, and then some of them are just like, yeah, we couldn't really think of a motto, so we just came up with something quite dull. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, what, uh, what what was it? Pax Gimbertus. They should have that. Pax Gimbertus. <laughs> oh, some yeah, some yeah. of the ones in the Midwest have really boring. Some of them are quite sinister. Sorry, is Wisconsin that cheese? Massive... Anyway, no, no, no. That's not. It, I don't think it is. But isn't Wisconsin something really dull, like the flyover state or something? It is something really boring. Don't stop here. Don't stop here. Oh, there you go. It doesn't have one. Oh, uh, boring. So they don't all have one, interestingly. They don't all have one. But um, California's is Eureka. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be because of the gold and shit. Gold yeah, rush, yeah. I guess. Um, but I think actually the number plate things are different to the actual motto. They're different to the state motto. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Okay. They have a motto, which is like on the crest, like Pax Don't Convertus. mess with Texas is the one that's on the uh, number plates, though, isn't it? Because we saw people with that on their cars in Texas. Oh. Oh, I mean, it's brilliant. But yeah, so what she's... Anyway, so she drives in her car as, with the number plates um, to show Lovejoy something. And as Em said, the something is pretty scary. It's her little brother who is massive and probably addicted to opioids, I've written. <laughs> <laughs> because he's he just really dim. I felt really sorry for him. He's called Bo. Another Bo, again, name. he's so American. But that's... I don't know, I, I just assumed he was just, um, he was one of those big guys that's probably been sort of punched in the head too many times. Yeah. Do you know what and, I mean? And now he's, he, what did he do? So he got into, I can't remember. He, he, he played got into the, football. But then he had a knee yeah. injury, so now he can't play anymore. So now he's frustrated and a bit stupid and... I just, oh, I love it. You did get bow. the impression there might be some brain injury from all the American football. Although they wear <laughs> yeah. so much, they wear so much gear, don't they? I mean, yeah, it's, it's not amazing that anyone could get injured, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so so she introduces Lovejoy to Bo, basically to say, look, you know, mess with me, he will mess with you. And then they go into her, like, lodge. It's like a log cabin. It's sort of like she... a hunting lodge. It's full yeah. of taxidermy. I think she calls it a lodge. I called it a cabin. I just thought it looked like yeah. the cabin in the woods. Yeah. And this is where he showed... Or maybe, maybe he's already mentioned to her that he's got the John White stuff. It's full of dead animals. It is full of... It's full of things that have been shot this, and just this mounted all over the place. This was really Very creepy. creepy. It was a bit Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, the way scene. she behaved. The whole thing I found really like... There was unspoken peril, wasn't yeah. there? There was un- the sort of warning of peril. So, yeah, he shows her the John White. That's right, John White. Yes. Yeah. 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 I was just like, for some reason I was going to say John Smith. That's a different person. Um, um, <laughs> the beer <different>. guy. <laughs> no, the guy that no. set the Pocahontas, the Pocahontas guy. Oh. No, who was the Mormon guy? Wasn't there a uh, Smith? Oh, um, Joseph Smith. Smith. Joseph, Joseph Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah. So um, she, he, this is where he shows her the John White engravings. She says, well, she'll buy them if he'll just, like, forget about the other mm. stuff which is not obviously the point the no, point of quite. him going there is that she'll this is like in exchange for but I mean, she's already got the museum do we actually see we don't see the Riley stuff on display in the museum no because I, I don't think we do and then they find it later but the reason we don't uh, is that they dig it up later right, on that's and that's right. why yeah. and she, she sort we, of explains in this bit like Rutherford got the house Although I thought it was Miss Lillian's house, like the plantation. And she got this cabin with all Which these... Which is basically a shed. Yeah. So she I got a shed. Like, I was getting a bit, not confused at this point, but I was like, oh, okay, so her and Rutherford aren't together, like, they're not friends. They're actually kind of working against each other. And that really kind of confused me and threw me out. But I think, I think yeah, so Rutherford, Lillian was just sort of living there, like he just had his aunt living there, you know. 
Mm. Like, to be mm. a nice nephew, I think. Because it's a big enough house for to have your aunt there and not not bother you too much. And you've got help. You haven't got to look after or anything. Yeah. Um, so you basically, so he, so literally explaining, he wants wakering stuff. He knows she's got it. So like, just give it to me and I won't tell anyone you nicked it, etc. And then she kisses him. It was so creepy. And she makes that creepy oh. comment, which which actually now has means a lot more than it meant then, which is, when will you boys understand that when a girl says no, she means no. Yeah. And he's like, wow, that has a different meaning now. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she delivers it after sort of kissing him on the lips. It's just all a bit like... It's horrid. It is very femme fatale. What is happening now? He's got himself so deep into something that... Just, I would just be like, you know what? Just get, just go home. Maybe, no, yeah. maybe don't worry about it. You, what, what, why is it again? He's running to the help of people because he has Lord to get it back. But again, to be fair, a little later on, of course, as we see, he does involve the police mm. and in a in a wonderful way. So yeah. we'll forgive him. We'll forgive him. Yeah. So Lovejoy kind of gives up at this point. It's like I'm not getting anywhere here. She's t- got a bit creepy. There's a scary little brother. So he goes back to his motel and he's followed to his motel and then he gets there oh, and there's, yes. a, there's like a I mean is it a toad or a frog this... what's the difference Dennis Hopper it's called Dennis Hopper it's called, well, they say it's called oh you found old Dennis Dennis yeah Dennis Hopper. Dennis. oh what, yeah Dennis Hopper I love this he drives to it. a motel he drives to a motel so he's tired he wants to escape he, there is a toad in his bath Dennis Hopper yeah. He drives to a motel because he's already been to a diner and a dodgy pub, or that we've already we have already been to a diner and a dodgy pub. We have to go to a motel now. It's the rules. I've actually just had to um, Google what's the difference between a frog and a toad, but yeah, it was definitely a toad, wasn't it? Yeah, it's massive. It, he says a thing in my what is it in my bath that keeps saying ribbit. Yeah, he, he goes to the front desk and he's basically oh, that like, will be Dennis. Can you please just sort this out for me? And the guy, I love it. It's just great. reacts like, yeah, but you're in Dennis's room, so. You're in De- it's Dennis's room. Yeah. We've been looking for him, he says. We've been looking for but the, him, which the I plot, love. The reason for that is so that he's in the reception and the TV's on. So yes. while the guy's it's like sorting out, oh, he, see, he sees a news item about Roy, Rutherford's associate that was killed. Yeah. So, yeah, he saw the body being dredged up and now he's he's getting the background on the news, isn't he? So he sees oh, yeah. that it was Roy. And it and was murder. And Rutherford is being interviewed about this. So basically he then realises there's a, obviously on the... There's been a murder! Mm. So he knows that it's connected to Rutherford in some way. So basically he's now like, oh my God, these people are mental. Like Mary John clearly does, is not going to hesitate to get me beaten up. Her brother has had someone killed quite obviously. Like, oh my God, these guys are psycho. He's a bit worried. But then someone... T- I thought, who was it? The police. I thought it was the cop. I've written the cop turns up and threatens Lovejoy, but I don't. Now I'm looking back at my notes. I'm like, I do not remember that happening at all. No, no, no. It was these two randoms. One of whom is the guy in the boat at the end, because the big joke is that they're always rowing, and at the end, that's how they get rid of them. It, these two guys turn up to. I think Bo turns up, and the other two turn up to beat him up. I and wonder threaten. if it was the other guy that was with Roy at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I think it Must is. Be. Bo, Bo drags him out of his hotel room and starts arguing. And then these other guys turn up and they've obviously both been sent. And my take was that the, the bloke from the, uh, from the beginning has been sent by Rutherford, whereas Bo has been sent by Mary, Mary John. John. Yeah. And they both convene at exactly the same time. And they're both psycho. And they're both psychos. And they both try and beat him up, but then they argue with one another. Yeah. And Lovejoy sits there. And I love the look on his face. He's like, 
just take your time, lads. It's all right. Just I'm 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 still here. It's it's fine. When, when the first guy, Rutherford's associate, turns Keech. up, his name's Keech. Keech. I remember. Keech. Keech. Yeah. He says, Amazing. I'd be as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking, rocking chairs. <laughs> there are some brilliant, brilliant it's quotes at the, in this. Uh, the best one is at the very end, which is uh, which is the one that Lovejoy says, which I will come to at the very end. Um, but now we're going to go back to England for a bit. We are. Go on, let's do let's. <laughs> Thank goodness, break the tension. <laughs> do let's. Yes, it's all getting very perilous. It is getting oh, it, oh, it gets much more perilous. There's even more peril. Although there's more peril back so in so much peril. More peril back in Suffolk. Oh, there's a significant amount of peril. There is more peril back in Suffolk. So this is the bit where the horrible people who've moved into Wakering Hall are now having to oh, deal with hilarious. Catherine, the poltergeist, and um, she she does the the thing the thing like the accepted thing. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, where all of the servants' bells ring. So in old houses in England, um, and not even massive houses, like some just mm. normal houses um, that would have had servants in, in before the 1950s, there's, there, there are like bells in the servants' quarters, so in the attic or up high, and they're connected to all the rooms. And anyway, all the bells ring. I described that super badly. No, you didn't. Just it was great. Detailed. It was great. It's because I went to a talk from the Streatham Society about a, a local, like, heritage area. And this guy was saying um, when he bought his house, it was all flats. It had been converted into four flats, but been converted really badly. And he went away on business or something. And while he was away, there was all his pipes froze and all the ceilings caved in. But he said it was the best thing that could have ever happened because I, I would have had to rip them out anyway. And I found all the servants' like bells and stuff under there, so I had to take them all out, like all the wires for them and all the. And I was just like, "Oh, that's so creepy!" And this is just a completely like normal house that you would just walk past and be like, "Oh yeah, it's just like a house on a street." Yeah, well, everyone had servants. The idea of it having creepy servant bells in it just. Properly not, freaks I mean, me they're, out. they're only creepy if ghosts ring them in the middle of the night. That's the only reason it. they exist anymore. Who else rings yeah, them? Yeah, no one else rings them. Just ghosts. <laughs> well, ghosts. You, you all about the don't watch The Crown. The Queen has a little bell like that. Oh no, I yeah. don't. Yeah, but right. this is not. This isn't Buckingham Palace, though. This is just. Some, no, yeah, yeah, this is just. Um... Although it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty nice. I mean, I would. <laughs> I oh yeah, I mean, Wakering no. Hall is. Yeah, Wakering Hall definitely should have servants. It's even nicer it? when it has its proper resident back there. No. So um. So yeah. So this. So we found out. Find out the couple that have moved in are called the Stroud. So Belinda Stroud, um, basically goes to see Charlotte, saying like, "We bought this." house off you but there's a ghost in it we you know yeah and um it's quite funny because obviously um i guess i i'm trying to think because i'm guessing that cause basically tinker decides to wind up belinda but has he met he does is he know, horrid to her does he well. know that she's a bit of a cow because the thing is i mean maybe yes i was like they must decide to wind them up because they're not very nice people yeah. didn't they say they met him earlier on they were in the house weren't they were they, weren't they in the house yeah, when they I came up to measure when and tinker stuff? was poking around for stuff for the sale or whatever he was doing he probably came across them then i've written tink gets involved and makes it much worse he just thinks a yarn about Lovejoy being in a sanatorium. Basically, Lovejoy's been sent crazy by... Which they're never going to veer on to verify, because Lovejoy isn't there. Yeah. It's not like... And also... Love... Oh, go on, Helen, you're going to say it. No, I was going to say there's a skeleton in a clock. I mean, which why? is Oh, yes. Just why? Why? He opens the clock and then closes it and like, ah, oh, just a clock. 
clock. Why is there a coffin-shaped clock with a skeleton in? I mean... It's very handy for the purposes of the story, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about this is Charlotte's reaction, where they're like, oh, and run off, and Charlotte basically says, naughty, naughty, and you could tell she's so... And this is something she shares with Lovejoy, I think, is she knows those are not the right people to, to be in that. that. They don't appreciate yeah. it. They, they're in there for all the wrong reasons, and she likes things to be the way that they should be. As well. And she approves, yeah. silently approves of Tinker's behaviour. So um, maybe you can explain this to me because I'm a bit stupid. So basically that happens. So they, they want to move out. They don't want the hall mm. anymore because of, of Catherine. So Charlotte says, oh yeah, Lord Wakering will consider buying it back. But I'm re- surely he sold it because he really needed the money. Oh, yes. but she said at the right price. So um, what I assumed by that is, you know, let's say they bought it for a million. He might say, well, I'll buy it back for 800,000. I thought you were going to say 250. You know, <laughs> he's, he's or whatever. That, I said you don't know but, how much money he needs, but I mean... Okay. No, but he's quite an old chap. He's not going to need millions, is he? So I wonder if... And they've obviously rolling in money because they showed off about how much money that they've And got. all the tax breaks they were they, getting in Jersey. They bought it. They want rid of it. Uh, they don't. They obviously don't want it sort of publicised of sort of what's happened. I'm guessing he's maybe got them over a barrel, really. Hasn't so he? actually, you know what? Oh well, if we can get most of our money back, because actually, what is hundred, two hundred thousand? If you got that much money, it must. In fact, it must have gone for way more than a million. I don't know why I even said a million. Yeah. It's a massive, I mean, it's, massive it's, house. Yeah, yeah. Let's say it's, it's gone for even in the nineties. You know, four million. If he says. Well, I'll, I'll buy it back for three million. Mm. He's mm. not he going to need a million. <laughs> he, still makes, he still makes a million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. So. Yeah. so anyway, so that's that's quite interesting. What's happening there? And then we go back to the states, don't we? Where, Cheerleaders yeah, again. It's like we are in America. This is an American university. Regard. The cheerleaders. The cheerleaders <laughs> yeah. with the very cheerleader looking, those smiles and the perfect we teeth. We can tell we're in America because these cheerleaders are taking what is an inherently ridiculous thing to do incredibly seriously and it's very important for them. Yeah. Like it's which massively is, important which in is American lo- culture. It's lovely. It's very charming. And then anyway, so, and then love, so we know Lovejoy has gone to the university and then we go to Lillian. I said, Lillian, giving the Divi girl more stuff from the ship. I love yeah, so basically I think he so the the objects that it's the objects that Rutherford has shown to Lovejoy, isn't it, where he said like, you know, these that's right, because actually when the girl Which knows. I didn't mention earlier. Yeah. I didn't mention this but I, was that so when Rutherford's showing Lovejoy this stuff, Lillian is loitering on the stairs. So she that's knows it. about these objects. So she's well, like, that's why she's taken And them. she hears the story, the conversation where Lovejoy's like, well, these are not the right thing. So she's suspicious. She's obviously. like, I'm going to take them and I'm so going to check. So she gives them to Estelle and she is looking at them. And again, she's like hearing stuff. But we don't know. There's no conclusion. She just is. Doesn't she say here that she actually, they're not speaking to her. She can't hear anything wow. with these items. Because I think I thought that Lillian was the bad guy for some reason. And I've written, the girl has Miss Lillian's number, I think. Like mm. Estelle was kind of like... Mm, this is completely dodgy and you are fake like I, I didn't really have a clue dodgy. what was uh, yeah I didn't have a clue what was going on uh, okay. <laughs> but at this, this point <laughs> I think it's sort of so Lovejoy has said no no, no they're English and there's this and there's that so she said okay what's go-? she's trying to piece everything together Miss Lillian is the big heroine in this mm. episode in, yeah. uh, and, as is Charlotte as we find soon um, so uh, what was I going to say We've, we've, I've realised we've gone on so many tangents. So I was like, hang on a minute, where's Lovejoy at this point? Yeah. He's just been beaten, beaten so to shit. So Lovejoy, Lovejoy is at the motel. 
So they failed, they failed to beat him up because they just could, row, they couldn't decide about beating him up. So he's still in the motel. He's eating a pizza. He's eating a pizza, leaving a message for Charlotte on her answering machine. Yeah, he's other in, he leaves an expositiony voicemail for Charlotte whilst also eating a pizza. But then all I've written after that is, in inverted commas, pounding. Because <laughs> he says to her, I bet thoughts of me are pounding in your head. No, no, like, no, 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 it's even worse than that because he says, oh, what's he saying? With, thought, with thoughts of me pounding in your yes. brain. There's a pause It was pounding. such a dirty... Uh... Keach turns up, so when we talked about it before, Keach turns up and says, oh, I'd be nervous if I were mm, you. Mm. It's like a warning, yeah. which he ignores. And then he's leaving the voicemail. He says pounding, and at this point, Keach bursts in. So does Bo somehow. Drag him out of bed, but he's still on the phone to Charlotte. That's it. But she's not yes. on the phone. It's a voicemail. So it's all being left on her answer phone. But yeah, they because there's that wonderful little bit of physical comedy where he just pulls him out of the room by his legs, which yeah, I think is and drags nice. him down the stairs. And then... And then again, Bo and Keach get in this fight with each other. This is the occasion where he actually gets hurt. Before, it was just like, you know, impending, impending peril. Yeah. He says, you know, this is the actual peril. The long-tailed cat thing. Yeah. It's an excellent fight, Avrin. Excellent it fight. Isn't. Lovejoy looks on disgusted. <laughs> we have not had one of these for a long, long time. Do you remember series one and two were just full, full of fights. these like fights, choreographed fights, people falling over cars and punching each other and I think what's happening here is they both want to like take Lovejoy away. They don't want to yeah. kill him or anything. They both want to get him. Absolutely. And to like, I don't know, figure out what he figure out figure out what he's up to, basically. So I both, think they're both sucking up to the more powerful siblings aren't mm. they so Bo what Bo is clearly the little dimwit like the 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 dimwit brother that people like to go oh and we also have this kid <laughs> oh, isn't it he is he's yeah so I think <laughs> so basically like they're both they're both so Keach and Bo end up fighting each other because they both want to get Lovejoy but not to kill him but to take him back to Mary John and Rutherford yes. to like Keach has, but Keach has come with someone else. We don't know who that is, right? Mm, someone else. No, I don't think we know who it is. Um, this is the thing I was saying before about one has clearly been hired by... Um, uh, well, yeah, so Keach is Rutherford's goon and Bo is Mary John's Rutherford, and, and the And Bo is Mary John's and they both are so desperate to like get some brownie points from these two that they fight each other and Lovejoy's expression is great. He's so chill about the whole thing. And it is two against one, basically, because Keach comes with someone else, whereas Bo's on his own. So even though Bo is like built like a brick shit house, two against one. So basically Bo, you know, comes off worse. And then they take advantage of his sore knee. Because ah, they but that becomes say... very important. This is another mm. not a Fleming's umbrella. Yeah. Mm. Bo's knee is not Fleming's umbrella. Yeah. Oh, no. no. So Chekhov's gone. So Keach and his kind of accomplice partner, whatever. The Chekhov's they... gone of the skeletal system, if you will. <laughs> yes. they said, one of them says, which which leg was it that you hurt? And somebody else shouts out, oh, it was the left or whatever. And then they just yeah. take Bless him down, even though he's this and really big guy. And they chuck him into like an old couple's motel room. <laughs> yeah, through the and door, like, through the closed like... door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. That was just sort of added random slapstick. Yeah. This is sort of elderly couple in bed. So now Lovejoy is in the kind of... Basically gets sort of kidnapped by Keach. And like I say, I don't think we know who the other guy... No, I don't think we know. Another, another goon of Rutherford. And they take him to the plantation. This is the bit that I found most chilling about it's the whole horrible. thing. It is horrible. Um, yeah, so Rutherford is there with his whip. I think we already mentioned his whip last time. Yeah. Like he's got his very... And it's like you said, very sort of redolent of... 
but slavery. There are and... so many slavery references. Even before he starts cracking the whip and says anything explicitly, he calls him boy, and it's horrible. It's really yeah, horrible. It's yeah. just... Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Isn't Basically, it? he thinks that. So obviously, the the article. So I'm actually putting this together now as I'm talking. At the time, I didn't realise this, but obviously, Rutherford thinks that Lovejoy nicked the objects supposedly from the shipwreck, the English mm, objects. Yeah. But actually, no. Lillian's taken Lillian them, took them yeah. to, to show them to Estelle, so mm. we know that, he, and we know that Lovejoy didn't take them, but. He, Rutherford thinks, understandably, that Lovejoy took them. It's like those keys of Wakering Hall. They were there, yeah, yeah. then Lovejoy was there, and then they weren't there. So it's yeah, a logical but, uh, yeah. conclusion. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but then, then somehow Lovejoy manages to convince him that he didn't nick them. Yeah. Is that right? Well, so, no, no, Lovejoy doesn't. No, the butler comes out and said, excuse me, sir, was it this that you... I like the fact yeah. that the black uh, resident of the house comes forward and yeah. says, excuse me, Actually, sir, is this what you were missing? Yeah. And it's the box, and it is That's what right. And I, I wondered at this point if it was Anderson, because I didn't make the connection that obviously it was Lillian that had taken them to show them to herself. So I was like, mm. oh, Anderson, he must have taken them for some reason. And then when he sees someone about to get beaten up for taking them, he's like, oh, well, Oh, I bet return. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I do like the idea. And again, maybe I'm reading far too much symbolism into this, but of a black man rescuing a white man from the slave whip. From this, that. yeah, the, the sort of table yeah. being turned. I, I thought that was a lovely little touch, and I wanted to give him a hug. Yeah, Aww, he's a very he's a lovely character. Isn't <laughs> he's he? really yeah. lovely, and he's really underplayed. And I thought he was gentle. just so. He's a lovely man. Very gentle and knowing, and very. It, I just kind of felt like he was this sort of wise presence in the back of all this ridiculous, greedy chaos yeah. going on. But even even though they know that now Lovejoy didn't nick the staff, um, they still basically keep him effectively prisoner at the plantation. Yeah, he doesn't trust him. Yeah. But don't worry, because he's, he's going to get out. Because help is on the way. This is this is literally one of my favourite bits that, that I've seen in Lovejoy today, this next bit. It makes me... It made me it howl. It's wonderful. so much. It did me as well. Oh. So, um, the, M, do you want to talk about the next bit then? If it's oh, the bit, yes. your favourite bit ever in oh, Lovejoy. I just good. felt, at this point, I was like, I do like Charlotte, and I think I probably do like Charlotte a bit a bit more than Jane, but, you know. But at this point, I was like... Oh my god, now I absolutely love Charlotte. So Charlotte's got yeah. this message on her answer phone <laughs> and she gets everyone around to say, like, look, I think something really bad has happened in the States. Listen to this message. But of course, the first bit of the message is Lovejoy saying, oh, yeah. I bet you're thinking about me pounding, pounding. in your brain or whatever yeah. he says. And she goes, oh yes, she says, ignore that bit. <laughs> You show someone your camera roll and you're like, no, don't, don't go to the side. Thanks. Like, oh. <laughs> the bit I liked about this was when she says, oh, and she says that he says here, listen to this. I'm going to rip off your head and spit down your neck. And Tinker says, oh, yes. he didn't say spit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel as though I've heard that line before and I... For whatever reason, I was laughing so much at the pounding, don't listen to that bit, bit, that I didn't write that line down. But I know, I know that that line is in, maybe in Porridge, or maybe in something oh, else. Oh, maybe. Uh, but yeah, so Beth and Tink are listening to this as well, and obviously they're very, so basically they're concerned at this point, they're like, they're um, in trouble. And then, yeah, and then we go back to the plantation. And he's technically a prisoner. Lovejoy now technically a prisoner. Lillian talks to him and explains that she took the stuff. We find out Estelle's name at this point. Yeah. And that she's trying to speak 
Estelle is trying to speak or Miss Lillian is trying to speak to Josiah, who was Josiah. one of the lost colonists. So Josiah Lovejoy, she, is that right? Yeah, Lillian is. I think Lillian believes in... Uh, the sort of, I was want to say seances, but it's mm. not. But that you can communicate with the dead. Estelle, I don't believe does. I think what Estelle does is deeper. It's just presented in that way. Yeah. But that, to Lillian, well, that's how Lillian understands it. Whereas Lovejoy and Estelle understand each other. What Estelle is actually doing is hearing the past. Yeah. You know, she's understanding. She's conjuring up in her head where these items came from to identify the items. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Lillian is a goodie, and um, again, somewhat elaborately. Because um, I feel like Lillian, being Lillian, could just say, Mr. Lovejoy and I are going out now. Except not in that accent, yeah. because she's American. But instead, and she... Um, puts him in the car boot. Puts him in the car. And this is where we kind of find out for definite... We kind of have figured it out by this point that Rutherford definitely did plant this stuff on the boat. Because obviously, I mean, oh, it yeah. could have been other things. Up, you know, we yeah. know he plants it there. It's all a trick. And like you say, yeah, Li- and Anderson and Lillian smuggle Lovejoy out in the in the trunk. We should car. say that the one of the reasons the they know that it can't be stuff from the colony is because it's just, it's not old enough. Yeah, it's too recent. So we already knew it was yeah. from the wrong place, like it was yeah. English, not Spanish, but also it's more recent because the Spanish, as we know, the Spanish were there first. So, um, you know, uh, it was, the English stuff is it's not as old. Um, and and then, unfortunately, just as he thinks he's free to go, our favourite policeman turns up again, <laughs> which is good because I've missed him because I like him. He's great. Yeah. I love him and I love him even more at the end. So I got a bit confused here because i just written, Sheriff turns up, Lovejoy back in jail. Why? Presumably because he climbed out somebody's car boot well, and it was I... always there with smuggler. Under suspicion of murdering Roy Right. Because I think I thought at this point, which is probably a bit of xenophobia on my part, that the police officer was under the employ really of Rutherford. Yeah, and had I've... always been like you know he's not he's not serving he's not protecting and serving the community he's protecting and serving Rutherford's interests because there he's is an probably American an extent doctor. that he is not maybe not so overt as that but in the same way that Lady Jane always used to be able to bail Lovejoy out because she would basically mm. throw around the fact that she was Lady Connected. Jane Lady Felsham. Rutherford is the big guy. You know, he used to probably own the entire county because he ran, or his family rather, his ancestors ran the plantation, owned the people, literally, mm. in that area. So Rutherford is the the local big shot, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and he, and I, he's I probably... guess if Rutherford knows that Lovejoy's escaped his prison that wasn't really a prison, the first yeah. thing he's going to do is ring Officer Lemon and be like, yeah. right, Go and Lillian's obviously taken him, so go and get the car and just yeah. And I think Lemon yeah, never. We don't really know, but anyway, I don't feel like Lemon really goes along with it. I think he's out of his depth because you you know at the end because he is very significant at the end how thrilled he looks <laughs> that he's finally got a real well, case. I've actually said and... at this point, compare him with the English policeman. Do you remember who was a bit out mm. of his depth with the dog? Oh, yeah. Because it's just him. It's, it's very only cute. him there to sort of try and protect this entire... But it is very sweet, and it's a very sweet, well-to-do area. We've seen the streets, you know, when he talks about the dog, and he was like, bark real loud, sir. You know, he doesn't have a lot to do. Yeah. And then suddenly, the most powerful man in the county says, 
oh, well, um, you, you know, I think this guy might be uh, done for murder. I think he might be... be um... And and Lovejoy says, but I literally arrived that day. How could I possibly be responsible? And you see him basically go, I know, but... I don't... Oh! And, and he has this moment of like, I know, but I don't know what to do. I yeah. need to decide what to do. But then it's okay because he gets a phone call about a shooting... I mean, oh all, yes, it's all happening in, in so Sheridan exciting. County. Sheridan so he, County. Like, he leaves very excitedly, and then, as if by coincidence, but it's not coincidence. As mm. we find out, who does arrive in the jail? My favourite line in the entirety, because it doesn't show her. He's lying face down on his bunk. He's got all the mosquitoes everywhere. There's the fried chicken just his, sort of congealing. His hair's gone a bit bad in the humidity, and his hair's and he, he's knackered. And she says, "We're an awfully long way from Lavenham, aren't we?" It's Charlotte. She's come to get it. Charlotte! <laughs> I used to love this bit so much. I don't know why, but as a 12-year-old, I thought this was the most adorable thing in the world. And she comes in and she looks pristine in this she did look heat. You know, you can hear the kind of mosquitoes and the kind of cicadas and whatever. You can hear, they have all those sort of noises of this sort of semi-tropical location that they're in. And Charlotte just sort of glides in. She's not and then she goes, you look... <laughs> And she goes, you look dreadful. I must got, have a photo of you behind bars. Into his head. I know, and he just looks sweaty and hot and smelly and knackered. Oh, and it is gorgeous joy. and I love it. Oh, I adore joy. it. And then, oh yeah, because I was, I was about to say, how does she persuade him out? She doesn't. She just, he says, the keys are over there. And she just lets, she just him, lets him out. out. It's brilliant. I, mean, I love it. Oh, and then, we so just, and then it transpires that Anderson, she's basically, she's in, she's already met like Lillian Anderson and mm. she's, Anderson made the call to the officer about the shooting to get him to go mm. so that they could go in and, and, oh, yes. and bust love joy out. Then I've just written old people playing bingo. Have you? <laughs> I've written Charlotte does some exposition while they eat nachos and drink beer. Oh yes, they eat nachos and drink beer. Oh, oh no, I know what it is. No, there is in the in the place where they are, and then they stay there. They're just in this sort of random, you know, they're not somewhere trendy. Let's put it like yeah, that. There, there are there there are some playing bingo in there are some Betty White figures playing bingo. <laughs> but it's confused. I, I was a bit confused at this point because obviously she gets them out of jail and they go and eat nachos. It's like, well, hang on, you so just, you're technically on the run. You're just busted out of jail, like. The police or the sheriff's going to go back, see that you're not there. Is he not going to look for you? He's got nothing else think, to do, remember? Yeah, but he's I not, think they're busy. Probably, he's not going to know where they are, though, because they're clearly not going back to his dodgy motel. Yeah. And then they have that lovely, where they walk through <laughs> this beautiful American thing that looks like, you know, Main Street in yeah. the kind of Sinclair Lewis novel. And they walk through this thing and she says, I am rather fond of you, Lovejoy. And I'm like, oh, everything about this is beautiful. Polly, you'll enjoy what I've written. He kisses her on the forehead, so he must like her. Oh, I just give like, her a if someone kisses me on the forehead, I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> Don't yeah. care. What, I what just put, she admits she cares about him. They kiss. Oh. But uh, before that, actually, we find out that. We find out, I don't know how we find this out. I just put Mary we John. We missed the bit where. <laughs> Mary John has organised a dig to try and find oh, the lost colony. Yeah. But, but I think it's like. Basically, a similar scam to what it's the same scam as Rutherford pulled with the shipwreck. So he planted yeah, yeah. these um, things. Well, I don't, we don't know if he planted them. He pretended he got them from the shipwreck. I think that was a kind of dry run, and she and I think Rutherford with that 
Because what's happened with the shipwreck? The shipwreck, he's gone, oh, it's the Spanish galleon. Why is there English stuff abroad? That seems weird. I wonder if this is linked to the, to the lost, the lost colony. colony. Yeah. And she's planned this dig. But, I mean, later on they do say, you know, I think they're working together to an extent, even though they don't like each other, because she says it's the thing that brings the family yeah. together. We'll, we'll come so to we that. we find out that she's basically planning to use the stuff she nicked from Wakering to, like, plant yeah. it in this dig. Because it's it, worked once, it'll work again. Yeah, make it She's building like, up to it. Yeah, so we find that out, and then Lovejoy and uh, and Charlotte have this lovely moment. They and do. then, um, then I've written major peril! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! They go to the cabin. Where, where Mary John was and break, just break in. Oh, I've written implied oh, no. sex. Mate, sorry, maybe this is where... Okay, sorry. We've all got overexcited. So I'm Polly's right. I think implied sex comes first. Implied yeah, sex. And then Lovejoy's get... like, come on, get up, we got to go. There's a beautiful paddle steamer on the river. Um, and that's so lovely. And Because I thought she said, let's get back to my motel, but she obviously says hotel because... Charlotte would not stay in a motel. That ain't she? no motel. I mean, or unless she said it, and then actually it wasn't a motel. Yeah. She's clearly in one of those lovely, very upmarket guest housey mm. type things, you know, period housing. Definitely, and nice it is gorgeous. And basically, Lovejoy has figured out where the Wakering stuff is. He's figured out that they're going to. Do- I don't know how, but he figures out that they're going to do this. Yeah, plant it in the dig. Or maybe he figures it out when they find the nicked stuff, which they do immediately now. When they just. Break into the cabin. It was so frightening. No, no, he breaks. They, he goes there because he's decided it's there. Uh, okay, okay. He's figured it out. Well, I've written. It. He's figured out where Wakering stuff is. They go to the lodge. Lovejoy. Breaks that makes in. sense. <laughs> oh, you say they figured out where it is. Where it was. It's a little bit late. Yeah, it's not there anymore. The stuff is in an old stove. Great hiding place. Yeah. I thought it was. I, I don't know if I meant that sarcastically. Now I don't know what past me meant when I said great well, hiding place. All I've written is in the in the stove. <laughs> I'm not really. Yeah, it's quite a good hiding Because place. then I've written, oh my God, why are there so many jump scares in this? I was constantly It was going, a little bit Blair ah! Witch. <laughs> because... Wasn't it? It was a little bit Blair Witch yeah. project. So yeah, because basically I've put... So they're looking for the stuff in this stove and then I've put, Bo is there to punch Lovejoy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite specific. Oh yeah, I That's guess it was though. He opens the door and, and yeah. He comes to with all the siblings there. Oh yes, and then they, they find out going? that they're that they're not going to inherit all this stuff unless they can prove their link to Josiah now, to inherit everything. Did this remind anyone else of Coming to America? Wasn't it the film Coming to America, or was it some? No, it wasn't. What was the film? It was Brewster's Millions. Brewster's Millions, where he had to spend a million dollars in a certain amount of time in order to then inherit all this money. Yeah, but no, I think I don't think there's anything about proving a link. To, it was just basically they get their share of half a billion pounds that that dollars yeah. sorry that they're but they have to find the last they lost have colony. to find the lost colony but isn't it because josiah lovejoy just they just have to find the lost colony I thought that's where no josiah sweat. came in maybe i just got over oh maybe sight. maybe no maybe i just didn't get that bit but uh, but I, I this i this idea of you just have to i'm gonna leave you all this money but you have to do the undoable that no yeah, academics because we saw that obviously you know that quite very informed academic talking to the ponzi mm. child earlier on saying you know well i've got a theory about this and there's all these theories floating around and there are books there's loads of books written yeah, about it it's still not but really we, decided you happens. three dysfunctional loons <laughs> you can inherit half a billion if you just find this thing that has evaded historians for three centuries. That no one they, Well, they've made is. something up to do it, haven't they? Well, yeah, so obviously <laughs> that's why they're so incentivised to, like, pretend they found the Lost Colony. 
But what I didn't quite get at this point was, well, I guess actually now I'm saying it, I do understand why. So I was a bit confused while I was watching it because then Bo basically takes Lovejoy and Charlotte out onto the glades or whatever you call them. Everglades, yeah. And, Everglades um, are in Florida, but it's a, it, there is actually a swamp there. In It reminded me of Gentle Ben. Yeah, it's called it's called the uh, isn't it called the alligator reserve or something? I'm going to look it up, but there is actually because there's the alligator river and then there's an alligator wildlife like. Um, um, so I guess the reason they're taking they just want to now get rid of Lovejoy and Charlotte because they know too much. Is that yeah. why? Yeah. Okay. So I've said they'll have to get rid of Charlotte and Lovejoy. They'll just have to have an accident in inverted commas at sea, like Roy did. Or on the swamp. On the swamp with and all the alligators. And the next line says, actual alligators. Haven't you, yep. you eaten alligator? Yes. No. It's strange. Oh, was it fishy? It's strange. Fishy I like, chicken. I like no. fish. So. Yeah. You know what they said to me? They said, oh, and it tastes a bit like chicken. And I thought, a chicken is considerably easier to descale. Why do you not? If it tastes so much like chicken, why do you not it's just like serve a chicken? Well, because they've arrived in America from bloody England. They've got no clue what they're doing. They're going to have to eat an alligator. Idiot. I think it's meant <laughs> to be the Alligator National Wildlife Reserve, which is in North Carolina, but it looks really like when we were in North Gentle Carolina and Virginia, we went to a place on the border called uh, the Great Dismal Swamp, <laughs> and it there was honestly, I kid you it's not, great, it's called, but it is also dismal. It's I great just, and I've dismal. Visions of these people that they can't stay in England any. You know, it's the 16th century. They can't stay in England anymore because everyone hates them. So they get in a ship and go to America, where they then have no idea how to live or what to do and won't talk to the local people to find out what to do. So now they're eating alligators. And then they name this place the Great Dismal Swamp because they're having a terrible, terrible time. We literally called... The, it was literally called the Great Dismal Swamp. We went there because of this and for no other reason the at all. The Great Dismal Swamp. No imagination at all. Um... But yes, the Great Dismal Swamp. Oh, bless them. I mean, come on. They were trying to... The new world. But my favourite named place ever is in Virginia. There's a little town down the road called Newport News. Yes. Well, it's very... I love if, it. If you've ever seen... Um, the, what's that? What's, what's it called? Beautiful about... Because Newport News is where the um, NASA... Um, oh, okay. Like, scientists are all there. And there's a brilliant book and film called Beautiful Creatures about black women who were like oh oh no it, hidden figures hidden figures why am i saying beautiful <laughs> creatures it's a, yes it is in hidden figures you're right because that's where it the is. um nasa science oh. thing is it is it Sorry, is hidden news. figures that's what it's called it's brilliant so anyway the, the film is much better than the book unusual film's brilliant unusually. actually film's really yes, good normally the book normally the book is better than the film in this case the film it's better than the book. Um, so basically, and well, the only other thing I thought, because I've got Jamie Oliver's America Cookbook, and there's and when he talks about like the relevant bits of America, like North Carolina and stuff, he it's got a few recipes that are like you know um, for alligator, like you know um, alligator jambalaya, and it's like you know no oh. 450 grams of alligator tail, or you can use chicken. <laughs> like <laughs> I live in South London, I think I'm going to use chicken. Yeah. 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 Funnily enough, the the local alligator butchers are few and far between. Closed because well, it's closed COVID, because of COVID. You see, <laughs> yeah. I I will say, like at this point, I couldn't believe, even though I sort of knew what happens in this episode, I couldn't believe there were actually actual alligators. And I do understand they might oh, yeah. have been using some like archive footage of alligators, and there weren't really alligators 
right immediately there where they were filming. But I was quite... The peril was very, very high. No, but but you've been to... Or have... No, you've no, probably... I but I, okay, so you haven't been there. I've been to Birmingham. You haven't even been, you haven't even been to Venice. Um, no, but the... Um, if you go... Because I've been to Florida, and in Florida, you can actually go to the Everglades, and they, they'll they come right up to your boat. Oh, no. They'll bash into your boat. So if you're If you're lucky, they'll go, oh, we're having a lucky day today. Well, you're on a fucking airboat with no like... seatbelts or anything, just open to the elements. And this the huge nose... Of this massive alligator no, will come and ram your boat absolutely honestly not. absolutely not. and they have these wonderful signs all over which is a picture of an alligator jaws open a hand just going towards them and a big line through it and the word no yes, so if you're in don't florida don't alligator. put your hands in an alligator i was thinking about putting my hands in an alligator's mouth until you said that um, T- tempting but, uh, but basically i've written here what is going on if they are in danger of life they don't seem that bothered so I left John and Charlotte. Basically, you know, Bo is taking them out onto the alligator swamp to kill them or <laughs> yes. feed them to the alligators. And they're like laughing and joking. But Charlotte, they're winding him up good. about his knee. I'm they, also, I, they're winding him up about his knee because obviously they're going to use it to advantage. But I also think this is inherently English because they've just decided that they're cleverer than Keach and Bo, which potentially they yeah. actually are cleverer than them. They are. And therefore... It's not hard. It's not set a very high bar. Peril is not maybe as high as mine was because I was like... Like Helen well, was. Oh my god, they they're going to kill you. Charlotte does look scared. Charlotte grabs his arm at some point. And she doesn't often show any level of vulnerability. So I, I mean, think I'd, actually, I'd Caroline Languish, an arm, Phil, an Caroline Languish, I think did actually pull that off quite well. Mm. Also, she looked gorgeous. By the way, did you know her, yes, shorts. her shorts? I have got a pair of shorts, shorts like that now that I realise I inadvertently bought for that reason. I feel like I need to buy a high waisted short. I mean, how? I, I do have a high waisted short, but I do not have those legs. <laughs> so... I, don't have to, I have the legs. That's the point. I've got the upper, I've got the torso, but not the legs. Yeah, she has beautiful, She's got beautiful. Both. She's got everything. Both. Mm. So yeah, and basically they they as you said they they use, they know about Bo's weak spot once again. Poor Bo, poor Bo. His, oh, his weak spot knee. gets exploited. His knee, and they manage to throw him overboard and escape. But yeah. then, oh, but again, this is... they throw Keach overboard, and an actual alligator eats him. No, Bo no, knocks no, no, no. Ke- yeah. Bo knocks him overboard, uh, and which I feel is crucial because they haven't actually murdered someone. They've just sort of goaded someone into murdering someone else. But it's yeah, fine. so basically they, throw, they managed to throw Bo overboard and then I put the accomplice, but is it Keach? It's Keach, I think. I've written, oh my God, this is another point in which I fully oh. did a scream. All I've written is, oh my God, Keach is snaffled by Gator, but Bo has made it. <laughs> which is why I can't remember. <laughs> I thought this, this is the part that I thought was very Kate fear. You know, so they, oh, they, think, they think they've got away, they get onto the shore oh, and then the, the accomplice, like Keach, rears up at, you know, after them again, and then they get get eaten by an alligator. What's interesting though, it was very gruesome, but you don't see anything. You see the splashing in the water, and then Charlotte goes, oh, and kind I of think... recoils into Lovejoy's arms and hides her face because obviously he's being thrashed around by an alligator and killed. Oh, God, it was Because alligators, it was they so break your back, so they snap you in half and break oh, your back God. and then drown you and then eat you. Oh, that's lovely. how they kill you. I knew that Polly would know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Bo's still after them. So, like, they So, again, that was a bit Kate fear. You think Bo's got... You think Keech has gone after them. He gets settled by a gator. Then Bo... You think Bo's gone, but he reappears. He looms back out of the yeah. water. So, they basically... They, they run off through the... Whatever. You know who Bo reminds me of? Who's that very, very tall baddie in, Go- in Goldfinger? 
Oh, I don't know. He's like the Jaws. big, the baddie in, yeah, Jaws. He's like the oh, guy who yes. just can't die. He just keeps. He is like Jaws. He is like Jaws, yeah. He's, he's hilarious. Yeah. So they managed to find a house to like hide in, I guess. Or look for a phone to ring for help or whatever. And they, and then some hillbillies turn up with a gun. That's why. Oh, this but was hilarious. It was quite lucky because it was just the hillbillies that Lovejoy met in the diner. What are the chances? Because hillbillies are just a stereotype. They aren't. There aren't that many of them. <laughs> These are the only hillbillies in. I love Carolina. it when Charlotte says, "Friends of yours," and Lovejoy goes, "I hope so." <laughs> yeah. I thought that was actually quite nice. I think that was lovely. And the, well, the reason it's it feels like they've got to safety and then suddenly they're not safe anymore because actually what these hill, hillbillies... Are we allowed to say hillbillies? Anyway, what they're doing is they're, they're the moonshiners. So they're making like the the illicit booze. So they're like, how have you got in here? How do you find out about us? They've got the guns. Then they realise they've seen Lovejoy before and it kind of calms down a bit. But it, it was just like one bit of peril straight into another. It was, oh, it was too much fun. It's very good. But then also they find out they've been very lucky because actually around, because they don't want anyone to find their secret moonshine still or whatever it is they mm. have put bear traps all around oh. the house so somehow oh. like miraculously Lovejoy and Charlotte have just avoided the bear traps by luck but then Bo is obviously chasing after them and he is not so lucky he is hoisted into a tree yeah <laughs> but so, he's like so a porcupine up a peach tree mm. to quote Lovejoy yeah so, so basically they've got they're safe Bo is up a tree Keech is eaten by a gator Lovejoy and Charlotte are safe Ooh. Well, that ends well. Eaten by oh, a There's some Hang exciting camera work in this episode. There was. It no was idea why I've written that at that point, but I there clearly is. was taken by Bo going up into a tree by his ankle. So then we go to the Lost Colony dig, so basically where Mary John has funded this dig to find the Lost Colony so she can plant the Sawalta Raleigh stuff in there. And I've, I've put it here, Char- oh, this is quite a good summary, Charlotte and Lovejoy crash a newscast to denounce the objects as fakes. So basically... They're reporting on the news that you know, yes, the Lost Colony has been discovered. Um, so all the news crews are there. Yeah, because it's a bit. I mean, it's a big story. Like, so, but I love the way they do it. There, that Lovejoy comes in just at the right moment, and they march <laughs> across the beach. He says, "So this is a shoe that was stolen from Wakering Hall, in England. England, la, 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 <laughs> England." <laughs> I'm sure. I yeah. like the way Lovejoy says, "It doesn't invalidate your dig, Professor," and I'm like, "Well." It yeah, sort of does. It does. But he still can obviously find... Like, he's still doing the he dig. He can still I mean, dig there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're in the right location. Yeah. And, so basically, and he denounces it. He says the objects are fakes. Then he also... But not only... He doesn't stop there. Lovejoy on the news. He says... Like, you know, he talks about Rutherford. He says, oh, Rutherford yeah. murdered Roy. And Mary John and Rutherford have attempted to murder me and Charlotte, obviously through their goons. No, they know. allow the lovely policeman to say that. He says, oh, I'm arresting right. you for the, mur- the attempt to murder these two Britishers. Britishers. We're Britishers, Britishers, guys. And I love it. And he looks so thrilled, Officer Lemon. He looks so pleased. He's like, I got a big case. This is the first big case he's had in his entire life and probably the last big case he will I, I think have this in was the, this was the point. Blessing. Why I didn't do this earlier, but this was the point where I was like, oh, oh actually, maybe the cops are right. And he was, oh, he no, was just kind of caught it. in his small town. It wasn't clear up till now. You thought he might have been like in cahoots with Rutherford. Mm. But I, I mean, he quite was. Him. But then at this point, when he maybe he was when he just thought, oh, Rutherford's the local. I think he was out of necessity. Yeah, and just that's oh, how actually, it is. He's a violent man who kills people. He was like, no. but he was all, he was always quite nice though with the you know offering him some chicken, talking about his wife. You know, he was genuinely very chatty with the guy who mm. was like his ward, stuck in a cage. He never came across as 
malicious or anything, just a bit maybe overzealous, you know, the overzealous young policeman. Oh, but um, bless him. And then, and then she's, and then Mary John goes, this is an outrage. I, outrage. Outrage. That's this the wrong is an accent. Outrage. Outrage. I can't do it. They can do this one. I cannot do, and I would love to do a North Carolina accent where they just get extra vowels in words that do not require them. <laughs> so when I remember when we, when we were there, somebody in a restaurant or someone saying the word fancy. And she said it fancy. And I was like, how have you got that many extra vowels in a word that already has two vowels? They have fancy. these like diphthongs that they just like insert. Fancy. Into words. I love it. I love they it. They do the it's same great. Colombian, like Spanish is the same. It's like the equivalent oh, yeah. in South America. It's like every word just is like becomes extra yeah extra. It's, it's, brilliant. Very, it's, I, I, it's very sweet but i can't do it i've never been able to do and it's more than just the sort of the southern accent that people kind of send up the north carolina accent specifically is so its own thing mm. and it's gorgeous and i love it oh uh, so so basically yeah mary john and rutherford get arrested haha and then lovejoy <laughs> lovejoy gives lillian the the forged John White mm. um, engravings, but I think he tries to pass Ooh. them off as being real. But yeah. Estelle is obviously like Does. Estelle. The look she gives him, and this is lovely. She gives him this really withering, like, She's like I'm oh. the I'm the same as you, so you can't. You fool got me. the same gift as me. You just use it in a different way. That's all. Yeah. Is what she says. She's amazing. But this is the bit that made me think. Oh my god, this is like a Dalai Lama thing. This is his successor. Like, yeah. it, on the other side of the Atlantic, I know I said this in the last episode, but, you know, mm. the other side of the Atlantic, this young black girl is the successor of this, you know, ageing white man. I, saying, I saw it in a slightly different... I saw it more in a kind uh, of, like, there is this latent talent that some people just have. You're just born with it. It's a gift. You didn't ask for it. It's just given to you. Kind of like the Fantastic Four. Um, and, you know, <laughs> is it a gift that you actually want to have or that you like? Like, sometimes Lovejoy yeah. feels more in the books, obviously, than in the TV series. But it hurts him and he feels sick. Yeah. And it's and poor unpleasant. And Poor Estelle is kind of the same, though. Well, she's, she's been used by Miss Lillian. Like, dragged you around. Can't, don't go to your dance class or whatever you do. Like, come and talk to some spirits in my front room. I mean, does Estelle really yeah. want to do that? But Estelle catches him out and it's and says and he says they're copies, of course. And yeah. then he turns to Estelle and says, "Very good copies, though, aren't they?" Yeah. And um, which I thought was yeah uh, quite nice, but I was a bit disappointed in Lovejoy. And I think they put that in to make the point about Estelle, but actually it discredited Lovejoy, which I don't feel should have. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird. It's a bit of a weird. Yeah, and it didn't really fit for me. It jarred a little. And then bit. Lovejoy and Charlotte head off presumably to the airport, but they pass a sign that says. Lovejoy County. So we know that oh, yeah. we know that the Lovejoys are from Sheridan County. Sheridan County, and I found there's I thought, also Lovejoy yeah. County. Mm. I wasn't sure about that. I wasn't sure if that was just not yeah, that they yeah. completely forgot. Forgotten that it was County. actually called Sheridan County. Although, you know, if they had a lot of ancestors around the area, maybe the next county along, because American counties are not that big. You have a lot of counties in, in a state and not that many people living in each mm. one. So mm. yeah. you know, perhaps, perhaps. But um Oh, and then there's that lovely, and I like this again, just indulge me. And I like this because of my weird background. And I remember loving this as a kid. And I used to, I don't know why, I used to rewind and play this bit again when she says, uh, you can choose your friends, but you, you can't, can't choose, choose your family. Your family. Yeah, and then she's, and, and then she says, I mean, blood is thicker than water, but with a family like that. And he just says, Charlotte, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. And I used to adore that, and I don't know why. As they drive off into the distance, 
with the it, past Lovejoy County sign, you know. This is quite an interesting concept of family. So I know they've got the same surname and it's quite an, you know, an unusual surname, but I've got an unusual surname. If I met someone else with my surname, and obviously we are related in some way. I Historically. I wouldn't consider them my family in that way that I consider my actual family my family. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I get what she's saying, yeah. but it's like, you know, they're not really... But what's interesting, I mean, I, I have met people who are my family, who are very closely related to me and to, with whom I share nothing. I have no similarities at all. And it's painful. It is really painful to go like, oh, my God, I am. I have I share genes with these people. I have a close connection. And by this, I do not mean my mum, who I love deeply, by the way, because I know I've mentioned her on the podcast before, but there are other relatives yeah. in my birth family. And, and I don't know, this just sort of hit home. And it hit home as a kid before I even knew all these people in my family existed. But there are people that I've met that are, let's say, more on the bow side of things, who I look at Sonny's. and just go, I can't... Sonnies, yeah. I look at and just think... I, I can't kind of reconcile that. It, it just doesn't... I, I can't see that I would... Yeah, I think it's when people say... I have so many... People kind of say, oh, well, you know, nature's stronger than nurture. And I just think, no, it, no, it isn't. I hate like, it. I, literally I don't like that to, like, at all. You know, off the top of my head, four different people that I know who've, who are in yeah, a similar nonsense. position to you, Polly, and they've got nothing in common with their... No. Absolutely. Blood I mean, I feel oh, like I, I do yeah, have. I, feel the same. I do have stuff in common. I think with my. I mean, again, this is not really relevant to the episode, but with my mum, and I like to think I get a lot of my. My mum. My mum is a very sweet and and trusting person, and I like. I'm brave. That. Um, and very brave. I mean, I don't think I'm brave. I like I to think, think I'm brave. generally trusting. I generally try and think that people are good. And that was arguably the mistake she made. But there are other people in my family who are the reason that she had to give me away in the first place who are like Bo. Yeah. They are like Bo. You know, and so this, I think even as a kid when I didn't know about my background, I think that line just sort of... It's, it really resonates, doesn't I it? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just really did. And I don't know why, but I used to rewind it and rewind it. And when I rewatched it as an adult, I thought, why did I used to rewind that? What was special about that line that I found so appealing? Her saying it. And she was winding him up and it was funny, but you know. Yeah. Mm. So they go back home and Lovejoy wakes for the start. Uh, I mean, so when I was watching, I just went, Lovejoy wakes for the start. He has wakering stuff. They must be worth mega bucks. What I, what I, what I realised that I didn't question at the time is, how and why does he have? Oh, well, I've written the, the other half of this, which is Lovejoy realizes from Estelle that he can dot 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 talk to Catherine? Question mark. He has Lord Wakering stuff? Question mark or something. He finds a letter in a shoe. <laughs> so I like there was a big gap, and then I just skipped straight ahead. I was just confused about like how he had got the stuff. From the practical point of view, I'm assuming that he was the one who said. They probably verified that it was Lord Wakering's stuff, and Lord Wakering said, "Brilliant! Can you Can give it yeah. to Lovejoy to bring back home to me?" Because he sense. said, "This has been stolen from Wakering Hall. There will have been a police report back in England confirming the stuff was stolen from Wakering Hall, <laughs> possibly by and Lovejoy. It was found on these, <laughs> but it was found on this other person who was also there who matched, you know, being dug up. It was found on her person, not on his. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, kind that of does make sense. Yeah." And then, as, as you mentioned, Em, they find so basically he finds a uh, he sort of gets a, the notion to look. In- He's got this sixth sense yeah. again. It's like Estella's told him. Estella's. T- this is the thing. I felt like this was Estelle's little gift to him. Mm. Was like 
look in the shoe. <laughs> so, so he looks in the shoe and there's a letter inside the shoe to Catherine from... Walter Raleigh. Walter Raleigh. And this explaining what had happened to the lost colony. So, oh, yeah. so the mystery solved. He says they... We all now know. They deserted, nicked a Spanish ship and became pirates. Oh, yeah. I so think that's actually, just his theory. That's not necessarily what happened. Yeah. I just want to say for the point of... For the purpose of <laughs> historical accuracy... Nobody knew. In the story of Lovejoy, that is what happens. And actually, that would make sense for there being English stuff on the Spanish ship. Um, But basically, yeah, yeah, so Catherine received this letter from Sir Walter Raleigh saying, oh, they basically turned into pirates, Spanish pirates. (laughs) And um, she hid it to save the reputation of the settlers because they were obviously esteemed, you know, Yeah, they were meant to stay put and establish a... a Explorers, not pirates. Not, Not run away when it got difficult. And then exactly. our, a lovely final scene. We see Isn't it Lord Wakering back in in Wakering Hall. So presumably oh. the Strouds have sold it back to him. And the lights are flickering. Oh. Do you know what I've written here? I've written Catherine flashes to say thank you. <laughs> That's how I say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so lovely. He's so pleased. And it's another one of those episodes where everything including Lord Wakering, is back in its rightful place. The only thing it was missing was a glass of champagne. Yeah, and I and I think maybe the reason it felt uber satisfying was because it was such, you know, it was a feature-length episode. So, yes. so there was even more peril and little things that happened. And then when everything slots back into how it should be at the end, it is really pleasing. It's so it satisfying. Is. It was such a good watch. I loved it. I loved it. It was great, it was great. And um, yeah, so the lights are flickering and he's like, it's Catherine saying thank you. And then that's the end. So thank you for for reuniting me with my beloved's shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? would flash if someone did that. If they gave me my one shoe back. And then in the credits, the only thing I say from the credits was, because I because Keech, obviously I was like, Keech, Keech. So I was writing my notes, Keech. And then I had spelt it the the right way. And I was oh, like, well done. Is that what you learned? Oh, in- yeah, I learned how to spell spelled. K-E-C-H. Oh, that's how I'd spelled it. Yeah. That's and I guess it's the obvious. Like, it, it kind of it kind of reminded me that when I was a kid, like, I I didn't know what a quiche was. I, I was quite, I grew up in quite, <laughs> I didn't know what a quiche was. I, but I heard, sometimes heard the word quiche, but I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. And so in my head, it was spelled K-E-S-H. That makes and, complete sense. And it was some kind of vegetable. Like, I didn't know. I, I imagined, oh. like, a green vegetable, maybe mm. a bit, like, broccoli. It's like me spelling pizza, P-I-T-Z-A. Pizza. P- because I'd never seen a pizza yeah. or eaten a pizza yeah. or had I'd any never, concept of what a pizza I never, could be. like, yeah, quiche. <laughs> just heard people say it, pizza. pizza. I thought it was, I thought a quiche was some kind of green vegetable and it was spelled K-W-E-S-H. Oh. We've all, we've all had a trip back in time. What did you learn, Helen, apart apart from that, or was that your uh, your big what did uh, I learn? revelation? What did I learn? Um, I think you have to come back to me. You guys go first. I can't think of anything. I feel like I learned quite a lot about the geography of North Carolina because I was aware that recently that I'd been very near and I was so annoyed when I realised how near I had been to where it was set, Mm. not to where it was filmed, when I looked up Frank Pan Landing and I was about three miles away. Yeah, you could have put your trainers Um, on and just had a job. And you know what I did? I was playing crazy golf with my nieces three miles away. But did you have those cute shorts on, like Charlotte's shorts? 
I, I do you know what I actually had a pair almost identical and I, I can find you a picture to, to prove it so that's definitely what I learned I think I learned if you're gonna ship people off overseas you should they should somehow be prepared for when they get there because otherwise they're not going to be able to establish a colony because why would they be able to I feel yeah. so sorry for them. it must have been horrific and terrifying and I obviously I know it was in the bloody 16th century so why am I so concerned about them and that they were literally invading somebody else's land but still Mm. it must have been dreadful like really 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 dreadful and they were kind of brave for going there even if it is Mm -hmm. because England was like please leave we don't like you um (laughs) so most of them were they were persecuted weren't they yeah yeah um and I think I learned I probably shouldn't make such swift assumptions about American police officers because I really did not was unhappy with Officer Lemon. He was reading guns and ammo. Yeah, he was reading guns and ammo, and he was—I mean, not quite trigger happy, but he was quite. Well, he was excited that that nine one one call, wasn't he? He ran off. He was blessing, blessing. Um, I suppose uh, it's not a very insightful thing, but I suppose I learned that the love of money is the root of all evil. Like, yes. you know, that actually Ooh, all of this insightful. was motivated just because, you know, they were so greedy and the lengths that they would go to. So basically they wanted to inherit from their dad, but the lengths they would go to, they would they would kill, they would lie, they would steal, they yeah. would cheat. Throw people to alligators. Ugh. Yeah, and I just feel like, I mean, obviously everyone's different and who knows? I mean, who knows? No one's ever given me a share of half a billion dollars, so... <laughs> Or offered it you to might me. kill who, you might who kill knows? maybe I was killed for it I don't know but I'd, I'd like to think that I wouldn't I don't think you would because I, that I would, would be able to you know enjoy my life even though I'd have billions you know, millions of dollars but I had to kill someone to get it and like, they'd probably haunt you because I think the other thing that we yeah. learned really in this episode was something that we Go sort surreal. of knew already which was mm, that there is, there is a supernatural element to the Lovejoy universe with his really being is. able to be Definitely a divvy is. of things and that's always been there and kind of accepted and we almost don't think about it anymore we just think oh yeah he can touch a picture frame and understand that it's worth 600 quid or whatever it is <laughs> that he's doing but in this one the supernatural was really lifted right up to the surface maybe because it was a Christmas episode but there was absolutely and we've said it throughout these two episodes there was no suggestion at any point that it was someone playing a trick or it wasn't real or somebody was uh, like mentally ill or grieving and they were just having these strange thoughts it was just no Estelle can definitely touch old things and know where they're from and so can love yeah, and there's definitely a ghost in Wakering Hall oh and there's definitely a ghost in Wakering Hall (laughs) So yeah. that's what we learned, that the supernatural in the Lovejoy universe is it's just real. accepted. It's just and real. I, and I love, I love a bit of supernatural. Mm. I love a bit of a... I used to, like, when I was a kid, I used to read, like, you know, Reader's Digest, like, oh, yes. Tales of the Unexplained or whatever. I, oh, yeah. I'm going to have read that book over and over again. But I used, I used to literally, there'd be a whole chapter on spontaneous combustion. Oh, yes, spontaneous combustion. I thought that would be a much bigger thing in my adult oh, life. Yeah. And it would just have, like, you know, all these short little stories about... I thought you could have said the leg. <laughs> that little bit of a leg by the armchair. Oh, you know, different all times. All we found was one or, toe. Or coincidences. I mean... Oh, the devil's of, hoofprints going stories, over the roof of the house. Oh, just stories of coincidences. Like, you know, just strange coincidences that happen to people. But there'd be a whole chapter of these little anecdotes. And I, I mean, I used to just... Like, I could just Helen, read I think that I know what's getting for your birthday. Oh, my God, I would love it. <laughs> so, so, um... They were good. Antique of the week. I would like to have Catherine 
because I feel she comes with she a ghost hall. in her house. So, <laughs> so I want, where, where you I want are a going ghost, to live. but only if it has the enormous English country manor associated with it. And then I would happily live there, pay minimal rent. It'd be like the ghost of Mrs. Muir, where the rent's really low because nobody wants to live there because there's a ghost. If you... you just want to live in So Haunt Me. You just want to be in <laughs> So Haunt so Me. Haunt which me. Is I totally have forgotten about So Haunt Me. <laughs> so Haunt Me is so good, except that I'm guessing Catherine wasn't Jewish. So probably not. Mrs. Feldman was amazing. I totally forgot about So Haunt Me. It was brilliant. I... It was just incredibly good. Yeah. Um, it was so good. But yeah. And I feel a bit like one of the things that, I, that you definitely should never say out loud is, oh, I'd quite like to have a ghost because I feel like all the ghosts that are floating around me will hear that and somehow, yeah. Anyway, so I've got taken us off on a tangent there. No, but... so Antigua's Weeks, I think mine would be, it's a bit of a cliche one, and so it would be Sir Walter Raleigh's shoe. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, with the pearls. I love the idea that someone would have a shoe with like six grand, which obviously, I mean, millions of pounds, like, well, a mm. lot of... Mm. Uh, a large amount of money's worth of pearls and it was just so like sort of of the period and you could just imagine like a um a 17th century dandy like wearing yes. little sh- satin shoe with the pearls and i just thought it was fantastic and i love the idea of like leaving one with catherine as like you know i will return here's oh. my shoe oh it's lovely one day so i should reunite it with its other shoe oh. as he hopped away <laughs> uh. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Sorry. I um. Can I pick something really dark, but I need to justify it, and and it might be an. Oh no! I think sure. I know what you're going to choose because I I considered this as well. Is it something that Rutherford had? Yeah, yes. I I. It occurred to me how many things, how many items like the whip that used to be used on quote unquote runaway slaves. Human beings who had run away from their owners, real humans who were owned by other real humans. And I wonder how many of those have either been discarded or are just still owned by people who maybe don't know they use them on horses or they use them for whatever. Or it's hung on a wall or Uh, or, or it's hung on a wall and they're in private ownership. And I, so I would like that and I would like it in a museum to say we will never, ever, ever treat other humans in this way ever again yeah. and when we will and we do and and it's and i know that's a bit dark and it's made the brought the podcast to no but i'm glad that dumb. you said it because but... i i did consider it and then i thought oh no that's a bit let's not go no, there. But, yeah, no, I think, <laughs> but it's yeah. important i'll go to say, where you won't it's important, it is important <laughs> no I, I i think because actually one of the beautiful one of the lovely things about this episode or not lovely things one of the interesting things about this episode is you have all of these items they each have so much history but together they are the history of the US. You know, this was Sir Walter Raleigh, the big explorer, and then all the settlers uh, settled there as a result. What did they do? Well, they they killed the indigenous population. They then stole a load of people from a a third continent because they'd all come from Europe. They'd gone to the Americas. They then stole a load of people from Africa and enslaved them. So in this one story, and I know I'm thinking about this far too much, but you've got all these items that actually as an exhibition spell out the history of the yeah. US the the good the bad and the very very ugly yeah. and it, and I just think that was an interesting item and I'm I know there are people who still think like that and you're seeing them more and more with some of the stuff that went on last summer mm. people people who and people who now look back on that era with roast into spectacles as this this object of uh, nostalgia 
when it was a horrible, horrible time when people did terrible, unthinkable evil to other people. So I would like the whip. Yeah. For a very noble reason. Thank you, Polly. Hmm. We didn't give our marks out of ten. Marks out of ten. Okay. I mean, obviously, I loved it. It lived up to all our expectations. Oh, <sighs> Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering you watching go, what the fuck? <laughs> I actually think I'm going to give it... Nine out of ten. Yes. Woo. Um, I might have to go... Uh, no, I'm going to go nine. Because I think I went nine for Eric of Arabia, didn't I? So I don't I don't feel like I can go higher than that. I mean, it's hard, is it? Because like, it did have everything. Like, what would make it ten? I well, mean... I suppose the other thing is, this was a feature-length episode, so it was actually different. I think it was better than the previous feature-length yeah. episodes. But I wonder if that's I because do. the characters... Even Charlotte and Beth, who are relatively new, but the characters are so well established by this point, it feels easier to sustain it over that amount of time. Yeah. I mean, especially because Lovejoy was in America by himself for at least like five scenes. <laughs> like it wasn't the whole ensemble. It was. There, was it? It was constructed in a really good way. Hey, can you guys guess what I'm going to give it? Eleven. <laughs> uh, Fifty-three. I, I am I am going to give it a ten. I I love it so much, and I've rewatched it since. I mean, I've 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 rewatched. This is the episode I've rewatched as an adult, and it never disappoints. I think it's lovely. I think it's got bits of humour. It's got peril. It's got some stereotypes, but Lovejoy always does. Uh, Charlotte is the one that ultimately kind of wins the day. Mm. In a sense, quote we girls getting you Sh- boys Charlotte out of trouble. Charlotte has a great episode. This episode actually, she has she brilliant does. lines. She does a brilliant thing. She's the hero, and she's not bossy. Know. She's she's yeah. not bossy or cross or anything like that. Particularly, the only time she's cross is when she quite legitimately, I think, mistakes assume that Lovejoy's bought this item and left an IOU, which, you know, is perfectly understandable. And I, I just love it. And and it's the US, and I, I've always had a soft spot for the US for reasons I didn't quite understand, but now I work for it, so, yeah. you know, they That's pay my bills. probably this episode. <laughs> it's probably this episode. No, but I've always... I, I, I think when I was a kid, it was this unknown place that, you know... You, I kind of wanted to go to. I'd been to South Carolina as a kid. Yeah. The only time I left Europe as a child, we went to a conference in South Carolina, and there was a hurricane, oh and we God. all had to leave. That's terrifying. Yeah. And we all we all had to yeah. leave, and we all we all went to to Charlotte in North Carolina. We actually that's where we went. Oh, maybe and, and maybe Polly, you had ancestors in the Lost Colony, and they're trying to call you back. <sighs> Oh my god, that is like that is definitely oh, what don't. happened. See, I'm grinning, but that freaks me out a little bit. But I was on Hilton Head Island in South Carolina, and I just remember looking out the window. I was very excited as a kid. I looked out the window, and there were palm trees, and they were horizontal. And I remember thinking, oh, no. yeah, they, sh- they shouldn't look like that. It was so windy; it was insane. I'd never seen. I if you've never seen a hurricane, it is intense. I have never it seen a hurricane, and I never not in real life, one. only on TV. Have no, I seen it is absolutely <laughs> intense. And we couldn't, we couldn't like leave the hotel, so we were inside. I still thought it was the best holiday ever because the puddings were really good. <laughs> like literally, the puddings were like the food was amazing. It was the food was so good, but um, yeah, we basically spent the entire holiday. I didn't get to see any of this place we were. We just we were in a, in a Hyatt hotel mm. eating. That's all we did. I mean, to be fair, at the minute, that sounds like a holiday. None of us, I mean, none it does. Of us have it been on holiday for like... I would oh, quite happily just go to a hotel room, even if I couldn't go out of the hotel room. That would suit me. Shall, shall we say goodbye to the listeners? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, we probably should, shouldn't we? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our our feature length episode if you're on patreon and thank you so much thank you for, for listening us. to our two-parter <laughs> yes for indulging us we've been looking forward to it so much it didn't disappoint it was great we will be back with series six in a few weeks time because we need to have a break um but we will of course let you know when we're when we're on our way back Do i have to stop mentioning the lost colony now that we've done it is that no i think of... we can refer back to it with even even more sort of because now gusto. we have full information about it <laughs> Um, if you follow us online at LovejoyAPod on Twitter and on Instagram, then then you'll find out when we're back. Or you can come and join us on Patreon, of course, uh, which is www.patreon.com forward slash Lovejoy. Actually, and if you just really like this episode and you don't want to commit to um, be- becoming a patron or whatever, you can uh, put like two quid in the metaphorical virtual pint glass at coffee which is www.ko hef no ko hef ko dash i was doing so well ko dash fi.com forward slash joy actually and you can say oh thank you for spending four hours talking about 90 minute episodes <laughs> um, it's all right you made me so happy in yay. lockdown this has made well, my year I mean, so te- far technically there is a difference between a dash and a hyphen but you know we won't hold it against you <laughs> sorry um so yeah there's only 10 episodes in series six so we're nearly at the end sad i'm sad. very sad but we will we will uh drag it out for as long as we can so on that note bye 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 bye, bye, bye. bye, bye. See you next time. Let's tell.